motherhood, marriage, and all things adulting. That's what you'll find each week here at the Chaos Under Control podcast. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Emily Richardson, and I'm so excited to share this transparent and relatable space with you. So grab a coffee, invite a friend, and let's hang. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chaos Under Control. My name is Emily Richardson, and I am the host and the creator of this podcast. This is the first episode of 2023, and what a year 2022 was. It had some incredible highs, like welcoming my baby into the world and watching him grow. He will be nine months old next week, and I can't understand how that's possible. All at the same time, a week from today, his older brother turns four. So I'm just, I don't feel like I'm on planet earth correctly because it seems like time should be so much further back than it is like it's not weird that it's january but it's weird that it's january that my son is going to be four this month and my baby turns nine months like that's weird i don't even know if that makes sense but anyways so if i'm very sentimental and sad and reminiscing on social media please understand i am going through it right now having to say i have a four-year-old and a nine-month-old i don't even know how to process that i can't fathom how stokes is any older than two months old and stetson isn't two it's crazy Anyway, off that soapbox, but 2023 has been off to a great start for us. I promised myself in November of 2022 that I was going to take myself seriously this year. And I know I've said on here before that New Year's resolutions are kind of, you know, whatever. They're not usually followed through very well, but I really took the time to promise myself. And the thing about me is that I'm not a person that's like, hey, I'm going to do this and then just do it. I have to really prepare. I have to make a plan. I have to weigh pros and cons. I will try to talk myself out of it. Example, giving birth without an epidural. I planned for nine months for that. There's no way I could have just shown up in the hospital and been like, yep, I'll just go without. That would have never happened. I only was successful because I planned for so long. I prepared for so long. I talked myself out of it four times, but ended up following through. So that's just me. And I'm not saying that I'm going to go with my New Year's resolution and never fall off track. I'm not saying that at all. But to have a chance at success as far as how I am, I have had to really plan, give myself time and say, look, January 1st, you take yourself seriously. You pour into yourself. You be the best version of yourself you've ever been. Now is the time. And I I gave myself that time. I said, you can do what you want between now and January 1st, but on midnight of January or um, December 31st at midnight, everything stops. So here we are a couple days into it. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. There's no script, but I don't feel like I need one because I'm very passionate about this. I'm going to try to get through this episode because I have two babies napping in the other room. So we're going to hope that they will snooze for a few minutes so we can chat. But today's episode, I'm going to title it The During, D-U-R-I-N-G, not During. I don't know what else I would be saying. But anyway, The During. So I thought about what my word or phrase of the year would be. And this year, I wanted to just surrender everything. I wanted to surrender the what if mentality. What if it fails? What if I'm not good at it? What if blah, blah, blah. I wanted to just get rid of that. But I didn't know what phrase to hold on to that would keep me from doing that. And the more I thought about it, I thought about how in life, 
for so many things I've been a part of, all I was able to see was the end result, what the answer was going to be, how it would be the outcome. And I never really took the time to say, well, what if I just fall in love with the process? What if I'm so excited about the during, like not the before and not the after, but the during part of it, the middle? What if I really just absorb that? And I think that with my lifestyle, how often we move, how we have to start over everywhere, how I have two kids by myself a lot of the time, like today, and just so many things I could really look at negatively and just really pick apart. If I just take the time to say, what if I just enjoy so much the process? The process could really suck. It could, but what if I enjoy it? My husband in a few weeks, and it's not many, in February, the majority of the month of February and March, he's pretty much not going to be around. His job will have him going in at about 4 a.m. and getting home around 10, 11, probably 12 at night. And that will be consistent for like a four-week period. So that's a bummer. That's when Stetson starts t-ball. So I'll have to take him 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back. I have a baby. Stetson's in school. All of the things. And so I could easily right now be like, that's going to suck so bad and just find all the negatives. But right now... For some reason, I'm not doing that, which is not like me, not to overthink and, you know, pros and cons. I'm just saying, you know, what if during that four weeks, I get so much quality time with my babies that we make a core memory. And then when they grow up, they say, hey, mom, you remember that time? And they tell me about it. Granted, Stetson's still young, but that could happen. Or what if something magnificent happens during those four weeks and God just shows himself through me. I experience something, somebody going through a hardship and they come out the other end of it, or I do, or I discover a new talent, or I master a recipe that I've had in my Pinterest, uh, Pinterest categories forever. You know, what if, and I think when you reverse the what if as something bad's going to happen, what is the end result? And you take it as what if something great happens? And if I look at it from a positive perspective, if I look at it that way, something great could be the end result. Does that make sense? So I'm, I'm taking this year to understand that life has been such chaos for the last few years, ever since COVID, ever since the end of 2019 into the beginning of 2020, I have had my heart broken. I have had the people I love the most, some of them pass away. I have had just completely cutting ties with people in my immediate family. Some of them have never met my kids and I have had to grieve that. I have had so much grief and sorrow and devastation and I've just had a lot that I could be sad about and not by choice. It's just life has happened to me that way. And so I think this year I've really decided to just take the time to just create some joy and love the joy that's there because I don't have anything else in my tank to be sad about. I can't, if there's any more devastation, I don't know. I don't, I might just sit there blank. I don't even know because I've just, I'm so just burnt out from sadness over these last few years that having Stokes just rekindled such a love in my heart. I needed him. I really did. I didn't realize how much I needed him. He was such a surprise, but my heart just needed him. Stetson fills my heart with so much joy, but just having that excitement of being pregnant with him, it was such an easy pregnancy, giving birth the way I wanted and just having him to watch Stetson and him just love each other and I needed him. And so I think that just rekindled so much excitement in my heart. And now this year, I'm just so ready to just live and just love living and not take anything for granted. I really have that. And we're only a handful of days into 2023. But 
I told myself that this year I'm going to eat better. That doesn't mean I'm going to count my calories. I'm never going to have a dessert. I'm never going to have candy. I'm going to work out seven times a week. That's not what I'm saying. I have realistic expectations, but I'm going to treat my life like it's something I value. And that's just how I've been doing it. I have been working out, not a ton, but I have been. I've been watching what I eat. I've said no to certain treats and I've said yes to healthy things. And, you know, I'll have my cheat day or cheat meal if I really want something. My son's birthday, I will have birthday cake and I will not feel bad about it. You know, things like that. So I'm just really trying to take the time to appreciate the life that I have. Because for so long, I didn't appreciate the life I had. I just focused so much on the things I didn't have or the negative things that came my way. And that wastes so much time. You can't get that time back. And watching how fast my baby has grown shows me that while his time has passed, so has mine. There's still been almost nine months of my life that has come and gone. And yes, I love watching him grow, but I don't want to just lose myself in the process. And so this year is really going to be where I just appreciate the during phase of everything. The phase where my marriage might get tested, but will come out stronger. Or the phase where my husband's job is going to be so stressful, but we're going to get through it. I'm going to learn stuff about myself and I'm going to be able to be a better wife because of it. And that's just kind of the mindset that I have. And If it fails, if I have hard times throughout the way, that's fine, but I'll learn from them and I have to keep telling myself that. So while I won't be probably a fitness model at the end of this year or a size zero or any of that, you know, a wife of the year, whatever, I will have learned so much about myself and I will have found new strengths and that's just really all I'm asking for myself. And I think all of you need to take the time as well to figure out what you want out of life and what you can do to get it. Because I know certain things you can want it with all your heart and it may not happen, but there's a lot of things we really want that we actually can give ourselves. And perspective makes such a difference with what we can give ourselves. I just want to wake up every day and go to sleep at night happy. I had a great day today. I'm going to go to bed tonight happy. And I gave myself that, not because I won the lottery, not because I'm 15 pounds lighter. I just found reasons throughout my day to be happy. And I was. I went outside. I said, man, the weather was gorgeous today. I sang along to a song that I loved on the radio. I chose to not let depression and anxiety and overanalyzation and things that I worry about and erratical fears that I have and irrational fears that I have. I chose to not let any of that overcome me today because for a long time it did. I don't think I've ever talked about this. Maybe I have, but excuse me. Um, I don't think I've ever talked about it, but for the first several months of Stokes's life, I had a lot of, I don't know necessarily that it's postpartum anxiety, this part of it, but I had a lot of irrational fears. I had fears that one day I was just going to be holding him and just drop him. Not on purpose. I was just going to drop him and it was going to bust his head wide open or that I would be driving and my car would throw itself to the right and throw us into a tree. Not like these aren't thoughts that I wanted to happen. I just had these fears. Something was going to happen. Something bad was going to happen that I couldn't fix that could be my fault And it was going to harm my children. And I had a lot of those thoughts. And it was crippling. It was terrifying. Because as my husband was in drill school, I was the main parent for I was mom and dad for both of them. And I was like, please, dear Lord, do not let anything happen to them. And every day I would just be doing anything. They'd be sleeping and I'd say he's going to choke on a spit and die. Like I had those thoughts. And it robbed me of so much joy of the first beginning months of Stokes being here. And it robbed me of my time I got to breastfeed. And 
it was just really hard. And now that even though he's still not sleeping through the night, now that I've been gotten used to him and he, we've got so much of a routine and somewhat of a routine and he's really locked into our family and we've made memories and things like that. It's subsided a little bit, but it robbed me of a lot of joy. And so this year, I don't want anything to rob me of joy. I don't want anything to rob you of joy. And I think for a lot of people, they, whether it be childhood trauma that they're going through or postpartum depression they've experienced or whatever it is, every time something good happens, they're waiting on something bad to happen. Or maybe they just constantly think something's bad going to happen. Even if nothing good has happened, they're just waiting on it. And I've been through those phases and I don't want to be that way this year. I want to just wait on the next good thing to happen. And if a bad thing happens along the way, I just want to get through it and learn something and be grateful that I live to see another day to get through it. And that's, I think, all we can ask for in life. You know, there's not a handbook. There's not any way to guarantee that this year is going to be great, that we're not going to have issues, that everything is just going to be cookie cutter. Because if you've lived since 2020, you know that this world is just ass backwards. And I hate to say a bad word on here, but it's just not something you can hang your hat on. It's nothing that you can be promised will be good. You can have all the money in the world. You can have the fame and it can still crash and burn. So please know that you are loved. You are chosen. You are here for a purpose, on a purpose, or on purpose, with a purpose. And you are so loved. And whatever goals you're manifesting, whatever dreams you're praying about, keep doing that. The world needs you to succeed because the world will be better if you succeed. I believe you'll be better. I think the world is better because you're here. I think that whatever little goals you have are not dumb. They're worth celebrating. I think that anything you've set your mind to, I don't want to be cheesy and say, put your mind to anything and you can do it. But anything you've set your mind to, there's a reason you have. Anything that's been itching you like, hey, that's a goal I want to achieve or that's a dream I have. That's not just sitting there to take up space. There's a reason for it. And I've been telling myself since I had Stokes, I want to get back healthier. I want to make healthier choices. I want to be around for a long time when my kids are living and I'm living and, you know, I get to see their kids living and I want to have that. And so I've told myself that this year I have to make that happen. I can make excuses for everything, but I still have to show up. And this past year, rocked me my schedule my sleep and just everything and it's still the sleep is still not there Stokes does not give a junk that I want to sleep <laughs> he does not care but I, I didn't have the time I really didn't have the time to prioritize myself I was too busy being mommy and daddy to my kids and I was not going to put them last to put myself first but this year I found a way to balance it out and I found little ways to incorporate working on myself but not neglecting them in the process and so I've really taking the time to figure out how to do that. And I encourage you, if you want to truly reach a goal, don't drop your bad habits and this lifestyle cold turkey. Plan. I, I challenge you. Give yourself three weeks, two weeks at least, but three weeks, I would say. Pick a day on the calendar and circle it and tell yourself every single day, on this day, it's happening. On this day, I'm quitting smoking. I'm going to start quitting. On this day, I'm going to stop lying to my spouse. On this day, we're going to start being financially better on whatever. On this day, I'm going to work out. I'm going to start eating healthy. Because truly, when you train your mind for something, it takes 14 days to form a habit. If you give yourself 14 days to promise yourself, I will not let myself down. No. Everyone else in the world can let me down, but I will not let myself down. On this day, I will work out for 10 minutes. 10 minutes. That's all I have to do, but I'm going to do it. 
promise yourself that make small goals and you will be so proud of yourself. (laughs) I was so proud of myself today. I got a great workout in. it wasn't but like almost 30 minutes, but it was still a good workout. I've been eating healthy for the last few days. I have not had any junk. I've really been holding up my end of the bargain with myself and it feels so good because the only person who will ever not break my heart is me. I'm in control of whether or not my heart gets broken by me. That's it. I can't control what anybody else does. But I can promise myself, Emily, I will not do that to you. I will hold up my end of the bargain. And that's what I've been doing. And I'll tell you what, I have been such a happy person. I've really been proud of myself. And it's so good to see me follow through with something that I said I was going to do. The only thing I've ever followed through with that I, and I'm not trying to go back to this, but it's true. It's why I did it. The only thing I've ever really challenged myself at and followed through with it was giving birth without pain medicine. And that's the reason I did it because I doubted myself that with everything else in life, I did not think I could do it. So I told myself, if I can go through with this, I can do anything I set my mind to. And I did. And that's why I did it. And now that I've done that, I'm like, if I can do that, I can do this. I can dedicate to myself, if it's two hours a week, however I divide that up, working out. It can be one hour today, one hour Thursday. I can do two hours at one time. It doesn't matter. But I'm going to dedicate two hours a week to working out. And I can always add more, but at least two hours. And I'm going to eat healthy four out of seven days a week. The other three days, I'm not going to eat like crap but I'm not going to be as strict. I'm going to start with that. And then I'm going to go up. And those are realistic goals. I'm not setting myself up for failure that way. And then when I reach those goals, I can up the goals as well. I'm not going to let myself down as easily when I'm setting goals that I know I'm not going to reach. I'm going to actually stick with it. So I challenge you, whatever, whoever you want to be this year, whatever good things you want to see happen, pray about those things. I would love to pray about those things for you. If you would mind telling me what they are, I do not mind praying for you. There's power in prayer. Truly, I believe that. I want to see you be the best version of yourself. I want to see this world be better. And I think when we're the best version of ourselves, that's exactly what happens. So I am hoping so much that whatever you want to happen to you or whatever you're praying for, whatever you're manifesting, whatever you have in your wishful journal and you're writing it every day, I hope all of those things happen. I truly do. And if there's anything I can do to help make those happen, I would love to do that for you. So like I said, today's episode is shorter. It's not scripted. I just wanted to get to the point. And if you have any episode ideas for me, please, 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 please do me a favor and submit those because I am a creative person. I take pride in that, but I am raising two kids by myself most of the time. So my brain cells are fighting for their lives because between doctor's appointments and dentist appointments and my husband's schedule, my son's school schedule and all the things, I don't have a lot of extra room in my brain to always think of things. So I will take all the help I can get so I can continue to put out episodes for y'all. But I love this space. I love each of you. You can reach out to me, Emily, anytime at Emily G. Richardson on Instagram. I would love to talk with you and be buddies with you. But until next time, y'all be safe and loved and get your chaos under control. And I will see you soon.